Hi, this is Cass Garcia and you are listening to the podcast. This was created to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself. Hey, hey, Cass Garcia here. Welcome back to the podcast. Now imagine that you woke up one day and you felt like the super version of yourself. You could do everything that you wanted. You could achieve any task. You had all the energy to do everything. You woke up the time that you wanted. You didn't hit snooze. You went to the gym. You ate healthy. And everything that you always planned to do happened. How cool would that be? Well, there is a way for you to do that. And we spoke about a lot in our earlier episodes about our morning routines. But before we create our morning routine, we need to fix our sleep because our sleep is what is going to give us the energy and the focus for us to become that super version of our, ourselves. And when you see the most successful people in the world, the people that achieve great things, even though sometimes they go through crazy days and crazy routines, they always have a good sleep. And you'll notice that a lot of them, they will sacrifice things in their lives so they can have a good sleep, so they can become the best version of themselves. So here are seven things that I got from those people and that I've implemented into my life to fix my sleep. And hopefully you can fix your sleep. And I also got a bonus section at the end that for me, it's really powerful. So here it is. Number one, the first thing that you need to do, and it sounds very easy and cliche, is sleep earlier. But our body, before we talk about sleeping earlier, you need to understand that our body has its body clock or our circadian rhythm. Our circadian rhythm is our control of hormones and chemicals in our body. So with everything that is happening around us, with all the light and energy and everything that we do, our body controls everything that is happening. So at a certain time of the day, it will start feeling more tired and ready to sleep. And at the same time, when you're sleeping, at a certain time, you will start feeling like waking up and that's when you wake up. So when you talk about wake up earlier or sleep earlier, we're, we're not talking about, well, if you wake up normally at 8 or if you go to sleep normally at midnight, you're not going to wake up now at 5 a.m. or you're not going to go to bed at 8 p.m. Because that is a very, very big difference. And your body knows that it needs those hours to function properly because it's used to, at that certain time, have that much energy, have that types of chemical producing or digesting food or whatever it is that it's happening in your body and in your life. So for you to adjust your sleep, to adjust the time that you wake up, you have to do it in little portions. So the first thing is wake up earlier, but wake up 15 minutes at a time or maybe 30 minutes at a time. That's what I did. And now I can, I have the 
what I think for myself, for my day, it's the perfect timing for sleep, which is 8.30 p.m. So I was doing 10.30, 11 before, and then 15 minutes at a time throughout a week or two, I went back to the 8 o'clock and then I went up again to 8.30, which for me, it's what I think it's perfect. I wake, I go to bed at 8.30 and I wake up at 4, sometimes 5 if it's a weekend. So this is number one. Number two is limit your screen because your body is going through a lot of different things when you're sleeping. So once you start sleeping, you go from awake to light sleep and then from light sleep to deep sleep and then to REM sleep. Each of those phases does something different in your body. So your body in each of those phases is releasing different hormones or producing certain uh, proteins or chemicals inside it so we can do different things, create energy for your day or adjust some cells in your body or repair some things that you have uh, in your skin or whatever it is, digest your food. So you need all of those different phases. And by the way, REM sleep, which is the hardest one to get, you need a certain time to get that. And that's when you start dreaming as well. A lot of people don't actually dream or they don't even have REM sleep because what happens is, and that's why you need to limit your screen. People go to bed and they are on their phones or they're watching TV. So that's getting your brain very active and your body very active. So it's your body is still ready to do uh, an exercise or do an activity. It's not ready to sleep. It's not winding down. So then you go to sleep and then it takes a lot of time for you to go from that light sleep to deep sleep. And by the time you start getting to your REM sleep, you wake up because your body clock is already ready to go. And you didn't even do those things that are really important for you. So if you limit your amount of screen before bed, amazing. What I do, I normally try to do at least one hour before bed. I put my phone down and I don't touch it anymore. And even before that one hour, something that I suggest is, and a lot of phones have these these days, put your phone on the night mode, which is that uh, yellow light. Because that light... Uh, even though you still get a little bit of the blue light, it's a lot better for you and it doesn't get your brain so aroused and so ready to go. So, and that is, there are apps as well that are really good for that. So limit the amount of screen before you go to bed because that light also, it's messing up the hormones in your body. You need melatonin to be ready to go to sleep and get into those deep stages of your sleep. And melatonin is produced with darkness, with without light. And what your phone is doing, what your TV is doing, is mimicking the sun. It's giving you that light and your body is thinking, your brain's thinking, oh, it's still daylight, still time to keep going. Not ready to wind down yet. So limit the amount of screen. Number three, and probably for me the most important, after the bonus, of course, is your coffee. 
not the coffee itself, but the caffeine that comes with your coffee. Because people are now dependent on coffee. A lot of people, they add, and I went through phases where I were dependent on coffee as well. But what you don't understand is what the coffee is doing to you, what the caffeine is doing to you is our body, every time it uses energy, it breaks down a molecule and releases uh, a chemical in our body called adenosine. What adenosine does is it goes into our uh, nerves and our brain and tell us, well, we're using a lot of energy. We have used this amount of energy. It's about time to wind down and to repair again and to create more energy. What the coffee does, it gets into the adenosine receptors and then your body doesn't realize how much adenosine you have. So it's blocking you telling your brain that you're using all that energy. So you keep still using your energy. Your body's like, oh, I'm not using a lot of energy. So, well, let's keep using energy now. I have all this energy to use. So you're blocking those receptors. And, what's hap- and what happens after that is that once you digest your coffee and you wear off that coffee, you have a lot of adenosine to get into your receptors. And that's when you have your crash. A lot of people in the afternoon or after lunch, they crash and they, they need more coffee. And then when you go to bed, you have all of this adenosine and you don't have enough receptors. So you don't have enough capacity to go and create the energy that you need for the next day. So when you wake up, you still have enough adenosine. You don't have enough energy. So you wake up feeling sluggish, feeling tired. You hit news a hundred times. So limit your coffee, especially before bed. What I do is now I have decaf coffee, which still has a little bit of caffeine. Or sometimes I have tea without the caffeine. And also what our body does is it creates um, a resistance. So our body, because the coffee gets into the way of the receptors, we then, we create more receptors. So now you need more coffee to get on the way of the receptors. So instead of one coffee, you now need two or three or four doses of coffee for you to get that buzz that you actually want to get. So very, very important, limit your coffee. I'm not saying stop drinking your coffee, but maybe have one a day in the morning, you know, after when you need it. And that's about it. Number four, very important and very quick is sunlight. Get sunlight as early as possible in your day. So when you wake up, you then have a lot of cortisol and serotonin. And then you need that sunlight so your body realizes, okay, it's time to go. Let's get all that energy going. Let's get ready. We're now repaired. We've done everything we needed to do is sleeping. Let's do it. So get that sunlight really early. And then number five, and if you have kids or toddlers, you will understand this. We need our autonomic nervous system to associate things uh, before we go to bed. So create a routine. So a routine before bed is very, very good. And you notice with kids and toddlers, 
if you have a routine, once you start doing certain things, they will they their brain is telling them, okay, it's about time to go to bed, create melatonin, you know, let's wind down. And very, very, very important. So create your own routine before you go to bed. You know that hour or two hours before, put your phone down, have a tea, read a book, have a hot bath or hot shower, speak with your wife or your spouse or your husband or your friends, you know. These days we we are so busy with our daily lives and our phones and our social medias, then we forget to just talk to our own family and just be present. So use that time to talk, to discuss things that you actually need to discuss. Don't just be on the go and then, you know, have that routine. So once you go to bed and you lay down, you're ready to go down to your deep REM sleep and then wake up feeling like you're a superhero. Number seven, again, very important because each of those phases that you have, they need certain hours for you to produce certain hormones and to repair certain certain parts of your body. So get enough hours sleep. I'd say minimum seven hours or eight hours. Eight hours, it's perfect for me. But minimum seven, some people are good with six, you know, everyone's bodies are different. So do whatever it's best for you. But I suggest you to have at least eight hours sleep and make sure that they are uninterrupted sleep. So if you wake up, try to go back to sleep straight away and make sure that you know, you know, if you sleep at this time, and wake up at this time, this is the amount of hours I'm going to sleep, and this is how I feel after. Maybe even make a journal of how you feel when you wake up at certain times and when you do certain things. Because you notice that, and this is happening to me now, when I go to bed at 8.30, by the time my alarm rings at 4 in the morning, I'm ready to go. It's crazy. I'm like, my body now knows that I'm ready to go. I've had all my sleep all my deep and REM sleep how do i know that i have a ring that measures my sleep and i'm really 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 uh focused on my sleep because every time i have a really good sleep the next day i achieve so much so i just want to keep doing those things so limit so make sure that you have enough hours sleep and then the bonus section what two things that are the bonus sections that are really good for me. Number one, alcohol is really bad for your sleep and heavy food. So make sure that you eat something light before you go to bed and give some time, maybe three, four hours before you go to bed, you stop eating. But don't go to bed really hungry as well because that's bad. Your body, your brain is going to be thinking I'm hungry and you're going to wake up in the middle of the night. And then limit the amount of alcohol. Try to not drink alcohol every single day because that's going to even though you fall asleep easier when you're drunk when you have alcohol your body doesn't get to that deep or REM sleep you just have that light sleep that's why a lot of times you keep waking up in the middle of the night and the last thing of our bonus section is if you're used to have a nap during the day limit that nap 30 minutes maximum because if you have more than 30 minutes, again, your body, your circadian rhythm, your body clock 
it's getting disrupted and then again your your chemicals are going to be not balanced in your body and it's going to be really hard for you to have a good day and feel best version of yourself that's what i have for you today thanks so much and i'll see you next time thanks for listening to the podcast with cas garcia if you enjoyed this episode please share with anyone who needs to receive this message and also leave a rating and review on itunes spotify stitcher or wherever you